1: This is a podcast from Minute Media.
0: It is a Carmen edition of the Windy City podcast. My guy Herb Howard had some audio issues, so it's me talking to the Bears fans with a little bit of chat here. So I will be reading off chants, and I think it should be a good listen. I sure hope it is. Uh, thank you, by the way, for doing the audio version of the Windy City Chicago Bears. Podcast. Justin Fields working out at a high school with Chad Ocho Cinco. That's coming up. Memories of a Bears punter who just passed away. And the NFL just taking shots at my guy David Montgomery. ESPN Plus, we've got you on blast today. So that is straight ahead. And yes, we are creeping towards training camp. The first full day with the vets and everybody coming up on July 6th. The Windy City will be there. Looking forward to it. The podcast on a Wednesday starts right now. Showtime. Let's do the thinking process of Orion Poles. Hey, let's help out Justin Fields. Let's make it easy for him. Let's get uh, – we also have an offensive line that is not great. So maybe if we get some receivers who can block as well, somehow, some way, that will help the running game. I don't know. Uh, you know, you're you're looking to somehow see what you have with fields this year the best way possible without giving up a ton of draft picks to get a wide receiver in here and or spend a bunch on the offensive line in this rebuild. So let's go take a flyer and some wide receivers who can also block and might be able to, I don't know, lightning in a bottle. The dude is 24 years old. So he's got you know we got prove it contracts all over the place. This is a low-level play. And just to remember. Nikhil Harry, dude went to Arizona State, junior year. He was phenomenal enough to get picked, albeit by Belichick, who loves to overdraft, but he caught 73 balls over 1,000 yards. He had nine touchdowns. He was considered at that point, if you read the scouting report, back shoulder, contested catch receiver, and and they put in there who might struggle to separate at the NFL level with his 4.57 speed. Now you look at his NFL highlights. And the dude doesn't look like I don't see I don't see back shoulder I don't see great hands I don't see much but that's just a couple of highlights I have been watching a ton of the Keel Harry so I'm gonna you know a little bit of an open mind here however uh, and this is just a dunk on Belichick it has nothing at all to do with the Bears because the Bears are just taking a flyer that's cool but if you if you look at the 2019 NFL draft in the wide receiver position, right? And you look at where he falls. Listen, there are 21 players from that draft that have more yards than Nikhil Harry, all right? Only four of them were drafted before him uh, TJ Hawkinson, number eight by Detroit, Marquise Brown, 25th by Baltimore. And who else do I have in front of me that was draft number? Uh, Denver took Noah Fant, who's caught more balls, and then Josh Jacobs, who's caught more out of the backfield than Nikhil Harry, who is down at uh 22. So, but look at think about who Belichick missed on that year, who was drafted after Nikhil Harry, maybe his worst draft pick ever. DK Metcalf, Terry McLaurin, AJ Brown, Debo Samuel was picked 36th after. Picking Harry at 32. So, Bill, the point of this is that uh, I don't know, man. You do a lot of weird things in the draft, and it's getting a little bit, uh, a little bit more awkward without uh, without that Tom Brady character around. So, it's just kind of fun to look at this. Uh, and Gonzo, to your question here. Are, are me and Matt Verderam, who I do Stack in the Box with at 11 on Tuesdays, for those of you on windy who have never checked out Stack in the Box, will me and Verderam do a meetup for the Chiefs and Bears this preseason? That's possible. That is entirely possible. Although, Gonzo, to be honest, I might be out of town. I might be doing some remote shows that day because I'm supposed to go to, don't tell anyone, uh, but summer camp. Uh, bear with me. At some point, he had a first-round great. Exactly right. Bear with me. That's more than we could say about any other wide receiver on this roster. True story. True story. Worth a flyer. Again, seventh round pick, 2024. You, you got him, not in essence, you got him for nothing. So like, what happens, how cool, how amazing would it be if Nikhil Harry comes in here, right, and the Bears somehow, someway figure out a way to use him And so now Poles is looking like an absolute genius, right? You just gave up a seventh-round pick in 2024 for, I don't know, maybe your second-best receiver this year. That would be crazy if that happened, but let's just put that on the table, right? It would also be an incredible moment for Matt Eberflus and Luke Getze. Hey, we took this guy who the Patriots couldn't figure out how to use, and we're putting him... With Justin Fields, who ain't Tom Brady and who wasn't as good as Mac Jones last year, and we've uncovered something. That's like kind of amazingly exciting that that's at least on the table. And if it fails, okay, so what? Like you have nothing to lose, but there's also this chance that the Bears actually look like, oh my God, the GM's really good, the coach is really good, the system's really good, Fields is moving forward. Nikhil Harry, another thing about him, right? Dude's got to be thousand times motivated right i mean he's got to be in the, the giving that to new england right yeah okay you think that i suck you 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 think that i'm a wasted first round traffic let me show you when i get out of your system what i can do i mean that hopefully is his mindset right now i'm not exactly uh again i wouldn't bet any money on this but like if it does work out that would be incredibly cool and if it doesn't no big deal so good on you Good on you, Ryan Poles. Doing doing logical things. Um, Brady, by the way, in 2019, the dude threw him. He was targeted. He he targeted him 24 times. He caught 12 balls, and then uh, basically never got out of the the doghouse. Belichick, you know, he's had his moments too. Let's give him credit. Julian Edelman, Dion Branch, David Givens. We can we can throw there, but he's also had a ton of misses. Uh, Bethel Johnson, you might remember that name. Two thousand three, Chad Jackson. Two thousand six, Brandon Tate, Aaron Dobson, and then I guess Nikhil is first uh, worst one in in uh, in the first round of twenty nineteen. All right, let me move over, and I, I want to take the temperature of the chat here. How angry are Bears fans? Are you with David Montgomery? Not being considered a top 16 running back by an ESPN Plus poll that included coaches, executives, high-ranking people around the NFL, right? So there, the the ESPN Plus goes out there, and I think I got my. I think we're getting. Uh, oh, we got Richard coming back in. Or Richard, we uh, we lost. We we. Uh, I think we're having a restream issue with uh with herb so i don't know if you can help with that at all (laughs) but uh uh probably not so it's just me today so feel free to jump on in here uh and maybe see if vertoram wants to pop in here which uh maybe we maybe maybe see if vertoram's around because we could pop him into the bears cast if, if he's if he's bored uh so i'd be interested you know just to have some fun here but okay here we go the the bears uh NFL wise, as far like we love David Montgomery. I love David Montgomery. The dude somehow has gotten himself faster. He was fifth in the NFL in rushing in 2020. He's been in the top 10 in attempts the last couple of seasons with minimal quarterback play, minimal offensive line. He was twice in the top 10 at breaking tackles. All this should matter. But here comes ESPN Plus. Here comes Jeremy Fowler. Matt Bowen's in there too. I mean, we all respect Matt Bowen's football at least I do, right? And 50 people around the NFL, players, coaches, scouts, personnel people, and he does not get a mention in, in in with 16 running backs getting involved. Derrick Henry, no surprise, number 1. I got no problem there. He's not Jonathan Taylor too, who's number 2. He's not Nick Chubb, that's 3 delvin cook was four delvin cook when he's right okay i agree delvin cook misses a lot of games five a year on average so yes he's better but like you can make an argument at least that montgomery's been more durable of course um with the exception of last year when he got banged up and missed some time and then wasn't exactly the same coming back but just calling it out here number six was alvin kamara joe mixon was uh was seven christian mccaffrey Najee harris Aaron Jones, and then Javante Williams, uh, rounding out the top ten. Backs receiving support: Austin Eckler, Ezekiel Elliott, Saquon Barkley, Josh Jacobs, Miles Sanders, Antonio Gibson of the of the Commanders. Damn it! All right, I mean, th- at that point it gets offensive. Saquon Barkley. 627 total yards not last year for the last 2 years with an ACL tear. That's not even close. Christian McCaffrey, 667 the last 2 years because of injuries. Eckler, 557 yards, he went over that for the first time in his 5-year career last year. Uh and Williams has one season where he gained 903 yards. D- it, this is it's an indictment on not just David Montgomery, but it's an, an, an it's an indictment on really how bad the bears have been, how irrelevant they've been. And I really hope this changes for David Montgomery because it's a contract year coming up, and this guy has put his heart and soul into it. He's somebody that you would want in your locker room. Maybe he treats this as as motivation. But this is kind of lazy evaluating by the NFL. It's 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 more based on talent than actual production. So David Montgomery, all of us here at DeWindy, we see you, pal. We appreciate you. I went to the University of Iowa. You're a Cyclone from Iowa State. But hey, I, I listen. Everything you've done since since falling in here as a third round pick is has been awesome, and I'm optimistic that this is going to be your best year yet. I think clearly what the Bears are doing is going to try to make things easy as, as easy as possible for Justin Fields, and that is going to require a whole lot of touches for you. So uh, they'll, they'll probably spread it around. Tristan Ebner will, is going to get his shots too. Um, but I, I, if I had to bet right now, I think that David Montgomery is going to be the, Bears offen- the best offensive player next year. And uh maybe he'll move up the move up the food chain here with the NFL. And that's it's exactly right. Bear with me. So damn disrespectful to Demo, but we got I think we all gotta take this on. Like, if I was Ryan Pace and/or Matt Nagy, and when I saw that, I would be sending David Montgomery an apology letter. Hey, dude, just want to let you know. I saw that list. We know that you are way better than what's being put out there. So thank you. For everything we've done that you you did when we were there, and I'm sorry that we let you down with all our ridiculousness, searching for offensive linemen, and 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 just terrible quarterback decisions left and right, and and hopefully Justin Fields won't uh, you know turn into one of those two. My God. Um, so hey, uh, David Montgomery, you're all right, man. You're, there's no way you're number 16. Now you're not in the top five. I get it. But but may, maybe by the end of this year he would be creeping somewhere in that in that five to ten range and get the respect that he deserves around the NFL. Cook, by the way, yes, I said that missing an average of five games a season. Sanders has been in the league the same number of years as Montgomery, and in no season, not one damn season, has he outrushed David Montgomery. He also, by the way, has seventeen. 17- fewer pass receptions than Montgomery. So even if you're not like watching the games at all and you're doing this evaluation, I understand that people are busy, but it, if you just look at the stats, you would see that that's just a ridiculous take. So uh, I guess I can I can let that one go now, but I feel a little bit better. Uh, but David Montgomery, I, we appreciate you, brother. Know that. And uh, hey, let's have a huge year coming up 2022. All right, team. I got a Justin Fields update for you, searching through the internet, uh, and and apparently the the word out there is that Fields has been spotted working out at a high school in Texas with former teammates from Ohio State, C.J. Stroud, and also former All-Pro receiver, our guy, that's right, Fields working with Chad Ocho Cinco what's up Justin Fields going far and wide all over the country now down in Texas on a on a football field somewhere and yeah let's go let's get Chad Ochocinco working let's uh let's let's call on our Ohio State guys and let's live the dream um (laughs) and uh and and, and move things forward uh the guy who runs our video team is coming in here to to talk bears with me i don't i I, this this is i just want to give a warning here to everybody that hunter armor is not a bears fan and sometimes he likes to troll me so i don't know what i'm going to get right now but let's see if 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 hunter is actually there oh no see i got a dark screen i think we're having some restream issues here team i don't know it works for me but it's not working for anybody that i'm trying to bring on Unless Hunter doesn't know how to turn his camera on, which is a possibility, uh, so once I see him pop in with an actual real thing, Richard, bring him out whenever you want. So let's see, uh, Gonzo, I appreciate your questions, brother. You're my favorite uh, or one of my favorites. Give us a recap of Justin Fields' rookie season and what your expectations are from this season. Uh, I'll give. Okay, let's. I'm going to do the thumbnail sketch on this one, the Cliff Notes version. His rookie season was. Let's see, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, I think it's awful. And Bears fans don't like to say that because he didn't have any support, and, and he didn't. It's not 100% on his shoulders. That's all true. And what Matt Nagy did to Justin Fields in the Cleveland game was one of the worst jobs in, of coaching that you can possibly do and should have really been fired on the spot. I. I it's still upsetting, actually, to this day, that they went out and got Andy Dalton – Okay, fine. You already had Nick Foles, but you want to go get Andy Dalton because you think he's going to rescue you. That's an absurd uh, thing to do, but that's fine. Go get Andy Dalton. And by the way, they 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 did it in March and like raced to have Andy Dalton. Like they actually had to have him. But okay, so instead of building the offense around Fields, you built it around Dalton. Then Dalton gets hurt and he can't play and he's not ready. Bears fans, I know this is painful to go back through this, but let's just do it. Instead of doing the logical thing at the time, which was turn to your veteran Nick Foles, who clearly Matt Nagy had beef with, right? Foles was talking overly honestly about some of the problems that the Bears offense had. I think it was very clear that Nagy had a problem with that. And so instead of starting Nick Foles and putting him in there when you hadn't gotten Fields ready – and create an offense around him instead you threw him out there and the dude ended up with net 1 yards passing and you nearly got him killed by an incredible Cleveland Browns defense that is coaching negligence to the top of the mountain just straight absolute awful so it and by the way the best game that the bears had at quarterback last year by anyone actually was Nick Foles against the Seattle Seahawks uh, I think Hunter is now actually is, is functional now so I can so I can bring him in. Uh what's up buddy? Uh, this is, our, up, this is our video leader. Hey buddy, how I'm are waiting, you? You're yeah, talking I'm going to field talk- right
1: now to meet up with you.
0: You're you're going to where?
1: Wrigley Field right now. <laughs> you
0: you are you're also cutting in hey. and out. This is not Yes, uh, but g- give your best Bears comment and then because I got you're a prediction. You're- yeah, go ahead. Okay.
1: So week week
0: one bears 49ers 27 oh, yeah. bears 12. can uh please get rid of hunter uh th- that <laughs> We're a lot of goals. Uh, that you, you know what's you know it's 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 interesting and hunter i'm gonna let you go because your sound's terrible but uh hunter's a big big 49ers fan and, and uh, you know what I was you know what I was getting worried about about uh I was actually thinking about the opener today just to, to dovetail over there we'll get back to the Bears quarterbacks you you're gonna have uh bosa coming off the edge and who the hell is gonna be the Bears left tackle on that day protecting Justin fields right that is straight terrifying who <laughs> i you know are are we are we going fifth round out of southern utah Braxton Jones against the 49ers and their defense in week 1 at soldier field i'm like it's seriously making me sick to think about it uh, and i was listening i was listening to the score this morning and tom thayer was on along with my guy mark grody who's also been on uh, the show many times and thayer's like look you you enough with the braxton jones thing put larry borum Back at left tackle because that's that's the best guy you have there, and I actually thought it made a whole lot of sense. Like I, I it, it's, and he's he was speculating that Lucas Patrick might not be the bear center that they're actually just trying to create depth at center, and that they'll move Patrick over to right guard because he can play there, and they'll put Sam Mustafer back at center after he's lost some weight. Uh, training camp's coming up here, uh, you know the vet the vets and everybody's reporting July twenty sixth. I'm going to be out there uh often and we'll be doing nightly shows here from you know reporting on what's going on but the offensive line is going to be something that we're just going to have to pay a whole lot of attention to um it's scary right now honestly very scary let's see uh let's see what we got here i'm just going to read the comments on the fly here bear with me imagine starting your career fresh out of college with no orientation no training bad co-workers and poor management you're right bear with me you're right that that's what happened to to Justin Fields. That is exactly what happened. All right? But look, I think we can just have a slightly nuanced conversation around this. If he was elite, if he if if, if he was you know, the next Patrick Mahomes or whoever you want to name, Josh Allen and those, and by the way, Josh Allen had a ton of struggles, and now look at him. You can make an argument that he's the—I don't—I mean, some people would say he's the best quarterback in the NFL. I wouldn't, but he—he was—he was out of his mind good in the playoffs last year. So it's on the table that he actually could become that. So there's there's no like there's nothing that Justin Fields can't get to, but I would have liked to have seen more than we saw last year. That's all I'm saying. Now the Pittsburgh Steelers game was an incredible flash of what could be bringing them back, playing incredible. We There's bursts of moments, the run against the 49ers getting into the end zone, deking through the whole defense, insanely good. So, Hey, it's there. And, and his, his work ethic is off the charts. And I mean, bears players are just tripping over themselves to, to try to, uh, Throw flowers his way. The latest Bears rookie center. That's another interesting name, by the way. Doug Kramer. This is via the Illini Inquirer. They do great work there. Here's Doug Kramer. This is echoing every comment we've seen. Here comes another one. He's probably the hardest working person in the building, to be honest. He gets after it. You can tell how much he wants to win. Unbelievable player. Great leader. So, over and over and over again, we've had different Bears people, different Bears players, just sing his praises. Darnell Mooney and Justin Fields are best of buddies, which is awesome, right? You want you want, a, you want an incredible connection with your top receiver, and they have it. I don't know what happened last year with Allen Robinson, but that was highly disappointing. Um, so, what kind of... Rapport can he build with the new guys coming in? How quickly can he get up to speed with Nikhil Harry How and, and turn him into something? By the way, if he does this too, like imagine if Fields turns Byron Pringle into the next level of Byron Pringle, whatever that would be. Same thing with Echominius St. Brown. I, I've i got my fingers crossed on Chris Stamfinke, who uh, I've just been impressed with him in minicamp. And watching this guy run around, I'm like, could could you be some little, uh, I don't know, slot receiver who catches a bunch of tough balls and is actually way faster than people give him credit for? They're going to need somebody to pop here if they're going to have any level of receiver play. Um, and that's another point. <laughs> bear, bear with me. He, he could be the GOAT. If you ask Braxton Jones, go to uh, Justin Fields' Instagram and Braxton Jones is on there and he's – emojiing goat for my guy Justin Fields. Well say, hey, Braxton Jones, smart guy. You want your quarterback to love you. But I don't know if you can, I don't know if that's the way you know, you might try to butter him up, but it might not work that way, buddy. I Justin Fields has integrity. You just because you put a little goat thing on his Instagram doesn't mean that Justin Fields is going to go to you know Luke Getze or whoever and say hey I, I need that guy as my left tackle. But you know, it's it is very, very, very clear that uh, that position is open, and the Bears are going to be doing tryouts all at training camp, and maybe we'll know a whole lot more by the time we get to August 13th in their first preseason game with the Chiefs. Uh, but it it is, and, and and I would be I would not be surprised too if the Bears hit the waiver wire for an offensive lineman along the way here. I don't think they're going to call Jason Peters and find him on a fishing boat again at 39 now 40, but you the that is it's just a huge concern right because this season is about fields getting better and if he's not protected then you could get through year two and everybody could be saying the same damn thing well the offensive line sucked the receivers sucked uh, and so he never was able to establish a running game couldn't throw the football so we still don't know if he's any good and then you're spending the entire off season and your 100 plus million of free agency dollars to get an offense around him so you can learn in year three. That feels like the worst-case scenario. Either that or actually the, the real worst-case scenario is that you actually do get him killed, and he tears up his knee, and he doesn't play that. let's not. I didn't say that. I did not say that. I take that back. That, that did not come out of my mouth. But, you know, so we, we get the point. We need him on the field, and we need him developing, and hopefully uh, this is going to be a huge test Luke Getz, you've never been an offensive coordinator. Can you do this? Uh, Eberflus, you're a first-time head coach. I mean, it's just like the Bears are doing the same thing over and over and over again. But I, I do have a much better feel about this particular coaching staff than I did on the last one. N- Nagy always just seemed like a cheerleader to me, and it, it it just he was it was an upgrade over Dead John Fox. Who didn't give a rat's ass about being the Bears' head coach? But um, you know, I I, 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 it was. I think it was pretty obvious real fast that that, that Matt Nagy wasn't going to be the answer. Let's see this. Are you are you coming at me here, James? I am so tired of the negativity. All these guys talk about is how bad the roster is with no solutions. Green Bay would love to have the receivers we have. Name me, uh, name me, thirty-two number one receivers in the league. James, James, you're right. The Packers don't have dominant wide receivers anymore, and they're going to miss Devontae Adams. But it's not negative, man. Darnell Mooney uh, has has a chance to be maybe like a 1B, but I I don't understand the sensitivity. The Bears don't have good wide receivers. They don't. So is, is there true? is there are, is there 32 number one wide receivers in the NFL? Okay, that's fine. Good point. There isn't. But you got to have one. Go back in time, James. Go back in time. Look at how different it was when the Bears went out and got Brandon Marshall and, and put him with Jay Cutler. You know what happened? You had a receiver catching well over a 100 balls being targeted all the time, and Jay had a huge, huge comfort blanket, and it made the entire offense look a whole lot better. You you know what happened in – look look at what happened in Kansas City. How much better of a player was Travis Kelsey because you had Tyreek Hill creating space all over the field? Excuse me. You can't – you need wide receivers. You need good ones. There's a reason why – the Raiders are paying Devontae Adams what they're paying him. There's a re- look at the wide receiver market all across the NFL. Do you think that you think that GMs are just that stupid that they're just throwing money at a position because they just have all this money to spend? When you're battling through a salary cap world and trying to figure out how best to manage it, wide receivers, really good ones, matter. And the Bears hopefully are going to find someone. And and great point. Bear with me. Uh, the, the the Rams have three right. And 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 they won the damn Super Bowl. It it matters. Look at what happened with Cincinnati, uh, when when Jamar Chase got there, that offense looked a whole lot damn different, right? They ended up in the Super Bowl. You you need receivers, uh, so it, it's. I'm not. I don't. The Bears were not in any position to mortgage any draft capital to get them in here right now. Although you could have made an it. You could make an interesting play. Like, what? How? DK Metcalf is young, right? What would that guy look like in a Bears uniform? How much would that be worth to give Justin Fields DK Metcalf for? I mean, I, I don't know what the price tag would be, but but maybe that would be a play. Does Hunter does Hunter want to jump on here, Richard, or is he just hanging out and just watching the show? Okay, no, he doesn't. He just wants to hang out. Um, oh, he's got he's got a Josh Hill for me. Okay. Um, what's the difference between? This is a funny question, but for Mister Engle, what what what's the difference between Javon Wims and Nikhil Harry? I don't know. I don't know. You know what the difference is? The difference is that we know that Javon Wims drops balls and 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 stinks, and and maybe Nikhil Harry will be exactly that. But you listen, this is where you have to have some level of trust that. Ryan Poles and company know what the hell they're doing, and they've seen something in Nikhil Harry that makes them want to take the risk, right? That's it, it's it, it's it's probably a nothing, but they gave up nothing. A seventh round pick in 2024 that they would have used to pick you, Mr. Englewood, uh, 1977. It's 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 there might not be any difference, but it's, it's fine. Uh, and you know, this is this will we'll look at this down the line, Gonzo. Bears could have drafted George Pickens. They could have drafted Sky Moore. All of that is true. People were freaking out when Ryan Poles was going for defense. Uh, You know, Kyler Gordon, uh, Jaquan Brisker. I I, I was surprised, and I thought they were going to go offensive line. However, the Bears' secondary sucked. Okay. So, so when you have 17,000 needs and you have that many wide right receivers going off the board and that many offensive linemen going off the board, then why not go and and you think that Kyler Gordon is the second best cornerback in the draft and he's sitting there for you at 39 and you think Brisker's the I don't know third best safety then and he's sitting there at 48. I got no problem with that. None. You've got you have so many needs. So, uh listen i th- i thought that they made a logical help the football team this isn't a one-year rebuild they're not trying to win the damn super bowl this year they're trying to get better i i, I buy into it I, r- I really do let's see uh, what do we got here from my guy uh mr bear socks oh good to see you mr bear socks welcome to the hit that subscribe button everybody uh, right now we're doing shows wednesdays at five that's a staple uh, but we're going to have a ton of training camp shows. I'm super looking forward to it. Um, it's and and everybody who's jumping on it, we, we really appreciate it. I'm just, and and I love working with Herb. Uh, but uh, we had a little technical issues today, so I'm just carrying it, which is uh, my pleasure to do. Metcalf's on record saying you would not sign a contract for a team in a cold weather area, uh, and an open field with no dome. Uh, okay, okay. I I miss that, Mr. Bear Sox. That that that's if 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 that's true, then 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 my bad. And okay take take him out of the equation but uh th- the overall point at some point is going to stand here that like if there if you had an elite wide receiver who was out there right now would it make sense for the bears to uh you know I wouldn't have given up what the dolphins gave up for Tyreek Hill okay but you have Justin Fields rookie contract at some point you're going to have to find out if he can play and based on everything they've done this off season, you are asking an awful lot from Justin Fields to prove that he can play with this crew. The offensive line, where would you rank it? Uh, below the midway point at best, and probably in the in the lower quarter. I don't want to get my guy upset again. Uh, where are you, uh, James? But let, but hey, listen, I I think we can talk honestly about the Bears on this channel and 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 not and they have not you know not freak out. Um, Let's see, the Bears did the correct thing in in round two. Brisker's going to become a star. Gordon at least close to a stud himself. I I, Listen, we're in agreement. I think they absolutely did the same. It made sense. We're not going to know until they get on the field and we see it. And if, you know, Gordon gets torched in the first couple of weeks, then we'll all be screaming about him. But that's not what people – you know, he's he's getting a lot of praise. Some people thought he was the best cornerback on on the Huskies. So – I I I had no problem with it. None. And it to t- look, when you try to show how brilliant you are when you're in the general manager's role and you go off the board, you do things like Bill Belichick picking Nikhil Harry, uh, or you do things worse, let's bring it back home. You do things like draft Mitchell Dam Trubisky. Uh, in his one season at North Carolina because you're just so smart. And you saw some things that you really liked about Trubisky when a guy over here is taking Clemson in the national championship game in back-to-back seasons and and and, and going 28 and 2. I mean, just an absolute, just insanely stupid, uh egotistic, uh way out over your skis moronic move. You take the guy who's proven himself at that point instead the you know we had ryan pace trying to show he's the smartest guy in the room and when you do that you end up making mistakes i can you know i'm i same thing you know bulls had bulls had elton brand back in the day kind of a sure thing let's trade him for eddie curry because you're just so smart that you can tell this high school guy who by the way didn't win a state champion like you just don't, don't do that stuff you, you know why? You know why the Cubs won a World Series because they did logical things. Who's the best hitter in the draft? His name's Chris Bryant. Oh, okay, he went on to be a Rookie of the Year and won an MVP. So, uh, what to me the the Gordon and Brisker falls under that this is the most logical thing here. Um, and I gotta tell you, listen, uh, bear with me when we've when 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 we've been out at House Hall and got to talk to Jaquan Brisker and uh, everything you hear from Penn State seems like the real deal to me. Uh, absolutely does. Um, this is an interesting one here uh, from Mr. Bearsocks. The O-line is a question mark, but they have a good idea with tackles. The real issue is right guard. Uh, Mr. Bearsocks, I'm going to make you follow up with that. Who, who's playing tackle? You, you you think it's Borum at left tackle and Jenkins at right tackle? And you're confident in both? Mm, I don't know. I'm not, are, you, are you saying you're confident in Braxton Jones? A fifth round pick? I don't know about that either. Work in progress. Work in progress. Let's 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 throw some flowers their way. A- absolute positive work in progress. Um, hey, I want to uh, shout out because um, you know my first. I'm 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 in the in the '40s here, so I remember at least a drop of Bears punters from from back in the day. Bob Parsons was a Bears punter from 1972 to 83, and the Bears announced that he passed away on Friday. Um, so he's a fifth-round draft pick in 72 out of Penn State. His entire nine-year career was with the Bears, and I forgot about this. I'm reading the, the report. He was a punter and a tight end in the 1970s. I mean, think about that era, right? You, you not only were the punter, but you were also the tight end, and then you know, you look up the stats – He had 231 receiving yards and four touchdowns uh, while he was also punting. Bob Parsons, R.I.P. That's amazing, man. Uh, Led the uh, with the Bears, he led the league twice in total yards punted. Of course, he did because we had no offense, and Bob Avellini was handing off the football to Walter Payton seven thousand times a game. Three times he led the league in total punts. No surprise there. Uh, You know, the best, most valuable player on the team back then, the punter. Uh, and in 1982, he led the NFL with the single longest recorded punt of the season, 81 damn yards. So RIP to Bob Parsons, who, one of the great punters in, in Bears history, which by the way, I don't know why we got rid of Pat O'Donnell, man. That dude was sweet. Pat O'Donnell was, I I, I completely just, you, you never worried. And then now he's, now he's a Packer, um, but uh maybe maybe the, the young punter that the bears drafted who i have watched at, out at uh, different practices and he can boom it uh maybe maybe that was the right play but I, I was a big fan um let's see here let's get a couple more comments in here mr englewood i disagree with the fire sale approach that these new regimes uphold once hired the Nichols and james daniels would go a long way on this roster right about now you know the daniels one is interesting uh because and, and, and maybe Nichols, too. Uh, that that Mr. Inglewood, I, I feel you on that one. I feel you. Uh, I'm a little biased because James Daniels is a Hawkeye, and I went to Iowa, damn it. Uh, but And I had high hopes for James Daniels, and I didn't think he was ever used properly. But, I, I, hey, listen. And people want to say that, uh, you know, Paul's an offensive line guy, so he knows the offensive line. I, I'm hoping that's right. I'm hoping that's right. But these guys have been here for a minute. So we 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 gotta we gotta figure out if that's it. just because he played there does not mean that he's necessarily the, the offensive line guru. I hope it's the truth. I hope he is, uh, but I but we don't know that. We we I, I again we we want that to be the case, but we just we just don't. So it's it's interesting. Uh, I I thought that they would do more with the O line than they've done, but hey, they a lot of late round picks. They 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 swung and swung again. So maybe something will hit. But, I, you know, when we, when we talked to Braxton Jones, I'm like, I asked him. I'm like, hey, dude, uh, Braxton, uh, Carm here. the Windy City podcast. Wednesdays at 5, WGN Radio. Fan-sided, how are you? Were you are you surprised that you're playing left tackle uh, right now, that you're in this position as a fifth-round pick? And he sat back in his seat. He's like, you know what? I'm going to be honest. I am. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you are. Because it is surprising. It's super surprising that, that that's what's going on. So that's not exactly uh, a, a huge uh, vote of confidence on the roster that that's what they're going. But, hey, maybe fifth-round draft pick playing left tackle, I, I don't know off the top of my head the last time that that's ever happened in the league. Uh, and I, I looked that up for another show, and I feel like the answer to that is no. But it would be pretty damn unprecedented if, if, he, if that's how this ends up being. I don't think that's going to be the case. I think that they're – you know, playing around, learning what they can, trying to create some depth, giving people chances, and, and we'll see. Um all right, one more from Bear With uh Mr. Bear Sox. Bear with me. I'm saying I love that you guys are talking to each other. I'm saying rather than just award a guy as Nagy does now we have options and are now just stuck. There, hey. Yeah. You know what my favorite Matt Nagy thing was as we uh just remember Matt Nagy for a minute. I think they I think the Bears improved to five and one in either I don't know, whatever year it was, 2019, 2020, it's all a blur. But they were asking Nagy at his Monday press conference about just the attitude of the team, and he just went in this whole thing about how great it is on the plane ride back. You know, plane ride was so fun. Some guys were eating, and some guys were sleeping, and some dudes watched movies, and some guys were talking, and some guys weren't talking and I'm listening to him and the Bears are five and one and you want to be in love with the head coach the and I'm just like you sound like you're ai don't know uh I don't a high school coach junior high d3 I was like what do you think happens at a plane ride that's right that's what it's a plane ride people are up some people are sleeping some people watch movies that's what a plane ride is, but he was just like he was just so happy to be there and be the head coach. And I don't want to take away Matt Nagy's joy either. By the way, I'm glad that you were enjoying yourself, Matt. But it was just like, okay, would you think we'd ever hear Bill Belichick say something like that? It was, yeah, I, I mean, it, it was, it was just a little window of like, I think that you are not exactly authoritative head coach material, and. Uh, This is not going to end well. Good luck in Kansas City, buddy. Um, So, yeah, a little moment of Matt Nagy. But, all right, to recap, we fleece Bill Belichick. Nikhil Harry is going to take off, damn it. That's the plan. Justin Fields is working out at a high school in Texas with his former Buckeye teammates CJ Stroud and Chad Ochocinco. Way to go, Fields. Um, Center Doug Kramer from Illinois is – calling him a great leader and an unbelievable player on the Illini Inquirer. More fields, flowers have been thrown. RIP to our guy Bob Parsons, and welcome to you, Nikhil Harry. Welcome. Uh, best of luck that you turn it around here. Nikhil Harry, 84.7, the fourth best blocking grade for any wide receiver according to Pro Football Focus. So if at a bare minimum, maybe he can do some blocking for David Montgomery who got dissed by ESPN+. Plus we'll remember that ESPN plus we will remind you that you the whoever the evaluators that you talk to uh just did not do David Montgomery right great to see everybody uh today really appreciate you you, you popping on um that <laughs> bear with me I see your comment. that was a good moment uh and and it was an honest answer in the press conference with Braxton Jones uh yeah, no, I'm totally surprised that uh, they're putting me here as the starting left tackle. I'm like, oh, okay, all right, uh, but hey, fingers crossed that they got it right, and they're seeing something in you, Braxton. We're back next week uh, uh, with the show at five, and also uh, finally, we're going to get out uh, uh, an interview with uh, one of our uh, a Bears player, who's I can't believe right now is somehow richard help me out here in the chat what 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 bears player are we gonna put up in uh, on oh yeah that's right that's a terrible job by me getting a little old here uh charles snowden is coming up later in the week uh you're gonna hey just hit that subscribe channel charles i'm optimistic that this guy is somehow some way gonna make an impact this year you got a lot of a lot of moving parts on that defensive line right and, and snowden came out of college out of Virginia with a huge, you know, ma- massive ankle injury, wasn't himself for the first eight, nine, ten weeks of the season last year, then got healthy, could have an opportunity to contribute on special teams. He's super likable. I'm rooting for him. Uh, so that interview is finally going to pop uh, either tomorrow and or Friday. So look forward to that. So, yeah, there you go. Keep an eye out there for our Charles Snowden interview. Turn on those alerts. Thank you so much. <laughs>
1: It's football, um, you know, I think everyone here in that locker room has fun. This program was recorded on tape for a live audience. It's hard, especially at this point whenever, uh, you know, it's game week and we're still are kind of learning things. Quarterback position, we do have a lot of pressure and there's a lot of responsibility. and I I'll own up to that each and every day. How you doing how you doing good you seem excited
0: trust does a good
1: job of putting ownership on everybody on the offense and making sure everyone's accountable
0: swimsuit check sunscreen check phone charger check